Yo, what's good? Welcome to an emergency edition of the Ringer NBA show. I am Logan Murdoch, and I will be joined by Kevin O'Connor and Chris Ryan to discuss the new Russell Westbrook trade for John Wall. It's crazy. We might have an announcement by the end, so tap into that. It's the Ringer NBA show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find out what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available. And listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 years and older, 18 and older in D.C., and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is supported by State Farm. Man, I remember when I first got into a car accident, it was pure frustration because I did not have State Farm. And now that I do have State Farm, it is an exclamation of pure joy. But the only words that you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. Basketball is very good. What is up? We have an emergency edition of the Ringer NBA show. I am Logan Murdoch. I am joined by Chris Ryan. We are talking to you right after. I can't even like get this all the way out, Chris. We are talking to you right after the Rockets traded Russell Westbrook. Wait for it. Wait for it. For John Wall. This is the most important thing that would have happened to me in 2014. You know what? That was like my third thought after this happened. Let's get the full terms out here first. Let's go. So Houston trades Russell Westbrook to the Wizards for John Wall and a two, uh, 2023 protected first round pick. There's a lot of other there's a lot of other things that it goes. The pick goes and does a lot of things. I'm gonna let you guys look at that. It's very think it's a, it's a lot going on. But the reason why we're here, Russell Westbrook to the Wizards for John Wall. My first question to you, Chris, who won this trade? We did. The people did. The people did. This is this is a trade for the people. Because I'll tell you what. I was like, okay. I was just watching an episode of a teacher. You know, just chilling out okay. on a Wednesday night. And then this trade comes across. And I was like, well, let me look at let me look at some numbers. You know, let me, let me think about what this means for Washington. Let me think about what it means for Houston. And I was like, what am I doing? Has there ever been two, two players that are more impressionistic that are more just like, let's just like let it rip and see what happens. So like, why, how can we even start to look at like real plus minus or BPM with these dudes? John Wall hasn't even really played basketball in close to three years. I mean, I, my memory doesn't even go back that far. And Russ is Russ. We know what the deal is. You know, I, I, I'm a little bit shocked that the Houston experiment with Russ and Harden is over so fast. And I really do wonder whether this means that Houston is taking another step towards getting rid of Harden and completely tearing yeah. it down. But the people, the, the, the winner of this trade is us. Yes. 
I, the, it is us. It, you can make the argument that some other establishments want as, as well, but I, I just but like don't see... What kind see of establishments? Establishments in Houston. Like nightlife they just, they establishments? Won this trade. Nightlife establishments okay. won this trade. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Like I mean, we could say that, right? I, I mean, think so. The proof is in the pudding, yeah. But I just, when you look at the rosters and you look at the setup, obviously this pairs... Let's, let's, let's go to, let's go to um, Houston first. Okay. This pairs John Wall, who we have, like you said, we haven't seen um, in three years healthy. He's coming off one of the worst injuries you can possibly have yeah. in the league with a torn with a torn Achilles. For a guy that relies so much on athleticism, also a guy that needs the ball, and you pair him with arguably the most ball stopping guard in the league, and then you put him around a roster that just. It just it doesn't it doesn't really fit in the modern NBA. I don't think so. It's just like it's 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 very wonky. One of their their biggest acquisitions, I think, have been John Wall, and then you got a guy like Boogie Cousins, and then you have you know Christian Wood too. But like their splash ones are guys that have not that haven't. That, it just does. It's not an inspiring move if I'm a Houston Rockets fan. I need it's that, just not. I need that Papa John's cam on Calipari right now, like we had on draft night, where he had the ten minutes uninterrupted <laughs> monologue. Like I gotta know whether this is like his his great dream has become realized by seeing Boogie and Wall paired paired together. That would have been great in 2013. Yeah, it would have been great. Yeah. It would have been. That's a 51 team in 2013. I don't see this right now though. I just. I don't see anything inspiring out of Houston right now. And it's just, it's disappointing. It's, and it all goes back down to one, to one, um, it, it goes down to ownership, the ownership change with, with uh, Tommy Fertilla. I, it's been a systematic teardown of a great team and a, and an organization that, is used to being on top. Yeah, let's be quite clear. Frankly, I mean, like this been... is a franchise that is used to being in the playoffs. Throughout all of Daryl Morey's tenure there, they were at least competitive, and they were at least always trying to get to get that edge and to get into to, to be a relevant team. You know, and relevance is yeah. something that I think is kind of fallen by the wayside because you're either going for a ring or you're rebuilding in the NBA. Um, but Houston, but th- but this team, but Houston was also a team that. They rebuilt on the fly yeah. with Daryl Morey, yeah. right? Like they weren't a team that just oh, we're going to give up and tank. And it seems like, and it's odd to see the the Rockets do that right now. And I'm not saying that they're tanking. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if if they're going to put James Harden on the floor going into this season. We don't know. But for a team that was always um, competing against the Warriors and and was one of the best teams, not even three years ago, right? Was the best team in the Western Conference for them to. To trade the the Chris Paul trade, that did it. I, did, I don't think it worked out. So let right? me ask you this: Does this happen without Harden's green light? I don't know. Do you? I don't. It, it remains to be seen, and this is probably a controversial. It remains to be seen right now if James Harden's green light matters right now. Right. Right. Like I don't know if it. I don't know if it does. So the rumors I coming think out more on chips were that fall. he was not. The, neither he nor Russ were satisfied with the Stephen Silas hire necessarily. I think that they or they, they at least. There was some hope that this, the Rockets would land Ty Lue. There was some other guys in the mix and that they were not happy about either being vetoed or over, overridden for the Steven Silas hire. And I, what I'm trying to figure out, I guess, on the fly here, and we can get to Washington in a second, because I, I think Washington kind of comes out of this fine. Houston, 
Houston now is in a situation where, like, I, I, I don't know. I think their leverage is kind of evaporating if they had any. I mean, the, the whole idea was, like, we're prepared to be uncomfortable is what the, the word out of that camp was. Yeah. That we're going to send Russ and Harden into this season, and we're going to see what we got, and we're going to wait for the deal that makes sense for us if it comes to that. And now, or if we can convince them to stay, or we can, you know, or we can just convince exactly. them. If they say, Hey, Steven Silas is an offensive genius and we're like, we're doing things the right way. And now I, I just, I just don't know where this franchise is headed. I don't know if anybody does. I mean, when you, when you, from what you know, do, do, do you think that this is something that I, I, cause Harden orchestrated him. He wanted to play with Westbrook. So, so for Westbrook to be on his way out the door, just a season later, I just don't think that that either that either doesn't speak highly of what's happening in Houston, or it, it doesn't speak highly of Harden's ability to pair with another star. I need the Houston Rockets brass to come up with a plan, or at least come out with a plan, right? Because you're saying that hey, we want to contend, and you're saying that hey, you know, at least through leaks and things like that, that hey, we're gonna we're gonna ride it out with these guys. But every move that they make seems like they're dismantling everything that made them great. Mm-hmm. Right, so I don't know. I think they need to come up with a with a with a sure plan for their fan base. Like, are you guys going to tank? Are you guys just going to just build it all the way back? Try to build it all the way back up. And, and honestly, I don't have any confidence that they will bring it back up right now with the with what they're doing right now. If they chose to tank, but I think they need to come up with a at least come up with an outward plan to say, hey, this is what we're doing. This is we're trying to compete still, or no, we're going through a rebuild. In in which case, then you trade Harden. So I don't know what they're doing, but I think they need to come out with something. The Harden thing is one of is one of the more unique versions of this star once out stories that we've seen because his you know his deal is long enough that Houston really does have a lot of leverage here. But if you're Harden, you're really only leaving to go somewhere where a title is in is in touching distance. Like you want to go to a contender, but the contenders out there, you know, LeBron just signed his extension. You know, like I feel like most of the contenders are happy with where they're at, with the exception, I guess, of Brooklyn and Philly, who are the teams that we've talked with that have been most mentioned in the Harden rumors, right? In terms of being able. But I don't know, man. I mean, like, I, I guess I'm I'm really starting to wonder whether or not I don't want this to happen from a competitive standpoint necessarily, although I would do it for the I would love love it for the content. Is Harden more of like a a, a third man than he is a second man because it doesn't seem to be working out with any of the pairs that he's been trying to get 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 in touch with. Okay, you, I, I I think Chris, you also have to give credit to the fact that they played against the, one of the greatest teams of all sure. time, and that team was in their way, right? Yeah, but like I you could do if, that for like the entire Eastern Conference for all of LeBron's time there, right? Like I mean, like that 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 is the reality of the situation. But I don't think that's a, but I don't think that's a referendum on whether he's a number one guy if the the team that was in his way was historically sure, great. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, I do think he's a number one guy. I just, I think that, the, like I said, it goes back to to needing a a plan. And I don't, I just don't see the Rockets having that right now. I don't see the Rockets. I don't, I, I don't see that. And another question, do you, we were doing that. We're supposed to be doing this. Um, I think it'll come out soon on the ringer side. You go check that out. Check this out. We had a, a tier system where we always, we all had to vote. Yeah. Right, we all had to vote on what team uh, for the, every team in the league. Of is this is their situation dire? Is it bleak? Are they a bubble team? Are they on the on the playoff bubble? Um, are they in the playoff a playoff lock? I I think Houston is on that fringe level between a playoff team, maybe, but on that bubble. What do you think about that? their chances right now? Do you think that they're an eight seed? Can they go in for the sixth Dude, seed or d- something like that? Doesn't it speak to the, the absolute... I, I mean, they could be anything from a sixth seed to a lottery team. 
right now. That's that's like mm-hmm. the kind of scope we're talking about with this with Houston. Oh, KOC's joining us now. So Ke- Kevin, what's we have, up? We man? have K- we have KOC. Hey, what's popping? What's dog? up? How you guys doing? What a weird one, right, Ooh. Kevin? Yeah. yeah, very very weird. Just from uh, the perspective of watching basketball, and we're gonna see these guys in these different jerseys. John Wall, all we know is him in a Wizards jersey, but from a basketball perspective as well. I reported a story earlier this year that John Wall and Bradley Beal were super excited to play with each other after two years off. I think Tommy Shepard just didn't he just give a press conference where he was like, I can't wait to have John Wall. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, and you know, I was ready for that. And despite the rumors of this that were pretty real around the draft before it to happen now, it's just really odd. There must have been some type of agreement, you would think, between Beal and and Shepard, that this is for, for the best of the team, either that or the front office just straight up felt the only way to keep Bradley Beal in Washington is by winning. And this deal, you know, for all the knocks on Russ, I think it does make them a better basketball team. I do too. See, okay, this is where I think, and I think I'm, I'm glad that you brought up the Wizards because it's a great transition to go into to Washington situation. I don't know if this def this appeals to Bradley Beal. I mean, you want to you have a guy that is a top 15 player who is a scorer who has improved his scoring over the last few years. Do you really want to pair him with another ball stopping guard who can't shoot, who, who takes the ball? He, (laughs) for all intents and purposes, can be a ball hog. Is that, does that make you optimistic if you're Bradley Beal? Like, I don't see that. I don't (laughs) think that that necessarily makes him better. I don't think that what, why, Kelsey, why should Washington have optimism? I don't see it. Why should they have? I mean, you're talking to me like you're like preaching here, man. I, I agree with every word you said about <laughs> Russ. I mean, yeah. I've said it for years. Like this dude's not going to age well unless he changes his game, and he hasn't. Uh, so, in that sense, I don't know if it's good for Bradley Beal individually, but I do think Westbrook, for all his faults is still a better bet the next two seasons than John Wall coming off such a major leg injury that does not have a good history for guys who are in their 30s that are reliant on their athleticism like Wall is for speed, agility, burst, explosiveness at the rim. It can't. It's probably not going to go well. For Russ, he's just a better player right now and a better bet the next two years, which is all Washington can think about. And I think Washington knows what they are even in the best of times with Beal and Wall. I mean, I know that they've both dealt with injuries over the course of their careers, and Beal has definitely emerged, I think, as a more, uh, you know, as, as a more multidimensional talent in the absence of Wall. He's obviously, like, grown into this to this new role. But at the end of the day, we kind of know what Wall and Beal can do in the Eastern Conference. Uh, and at least, you know, if you put what Russ out there, salary-wise, it's not that much of a significant difference in terms of... I, I, who's got the longer deal, KOC? It's the same, actually. Same deal. Them, yeah. And this gives Bradley Beal like a different, a different counterpunch here. You know what I mean? And maybe, maybe there's something about the way Russ is in the locker room, on the practice court, and whatever it is that changes the the chemistry on that Wizards team. I think that Bradley Beal needs to give a call to Kevin Durant to see how it feels to be an a high volume scorer with Russell Westbrook alongside you. To figure out how to do that, and I'm and I'm I'm not even trying to joke. I think that that's really something that he he should do because it's hard to score in bunches when Russell West. I mean, when Russell Westbrook is hogging the ball like that, like it, it just is. And he is the 
it's hard to call someone a ball hog when they are when they average a triple double, but Russ is just that. Uh, KLC, I do want to get your uh, take on this from the Houston side because we did we talked about a bit about how we feel about the Houston side. What what the hell's going on in Houston? Do you, does this does there any optimism in Houston right now <laughs> when you have a guy like John Wall who has a barely functioning Achilles, but he's going to go alongside Harden? I mean, not really. There's not too much to feel good about. If you're a Rockets fan, my my buddy Sean, you, our coworker here at the Ringer, I I feel yeah. I feel for him. I feel for you, Sean. Uh, with the Rockets here, it just feels like we are on an inevitable path towards a hardened trade. It's just a matter of when it That's happens. That's what we're talking about. You know, like when yep. is the trade demand going to happen? When is the Sixers going to? Well, it's already happened. The trade deadline. Yeah, yeah. The trade is the trade request has already That's happened. True. It's a matter of if they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And, right? and ultimately, I don't think John Wall helps you win more basketball games in this situation. I mean, unless Wall is 100 percent healthy, but I'm I'm not so sure about that. It feels like this is Houston kind of hedging its bets. They're getting back a player that can still help contribute and maybe keep hard in there but also you get a future first round draft pick after you gave it all up for russ yeah <laughs> can see who do you think is calling the shots in houston i believe uh rafael stone is uh, it seems to be the case i mean maybe tillman Fertitta has taken on a heavier you know responsibility or when it comes to uh, decisions but it's not like the owner never has final say anyway but it does seem like stone is is the guy there what is tillman's son gonna do with all his rockets westbrook jerseys <laughs> do you make a quilt what, what happens uh, maybe maybe i mean I, i'm sure we should the throwback could, game is good though that's true. Yeah, great throwback throwbacks. game throwback mark is here great throwbacks what a weird trade I, yeah I'm, it's I, I'm this pl- is so strange because Logan and I were talking about how if you were going, if we were in a time machine and we went back to 2013, 14, we would just be freaking out. <laughs> we would be, we would be talking about this for hours as it is. This is like, we're like, I guess we should do a podcast about this, but it's like John Wall and Russell Westbrook are two of the most iconic players of the decade. You know what I mean? Of the past decade. Yeah, for sure. And I know that Wall is obviously faded a lot, but like for me is one of my favorite players I've ever seen live is watching John Wall play basketball. So there's yeah, a there's an, a part of me that I just want to sound like, I, as we kind of like are being very cynical about the motivations and what's going to happen with these, I love watching these guys play in their, at their best. And so I hope that the new change of scenery works out. For Russ, like, they just must not want to have, have wanted him to come to camp. I mean, they, they must not have wanted to go into any kind of camp with Russ and Harden either sitting out not not reporting or bringing whatever vibes they were going to bring because I, I I the timing to, to me is a little bit suspicious. Would KOC? I, I pose this question to uh, to Chris Ryan. I do want to pose this question to you. Does Houston have a plan? Are they are they are they um, are they rebuilding? Mm-hmm. Are they cont- are, they, are they contending? I don't think they're going to be a contender with this Dre. But I'm just talking about the mindset. What are they doing? What is in their I head mean, right? They want to keep Harden. They really, really do. And I think that was the logic behind them essentially swapping Robert Covington to create the cap space to sign Christian Wood. You're getting you know a big, an actual big, not a small player playing as a big like Covington was last year. A guy who can rim run for you, shoot threes, switch a little bit, and also block shots. So. I think that was the logic there to upgrade the roster and give them like a taste of what they had with Capella. But with this, it definitely does seem like a blend here of you are, you know, giving Westbrook what he wants in the trade demand. He wants out. You don't want to have those chemistry problems, as Chris just mentioned. Like, I think that's got to be a real element of it here uh, with Westbrook wanting out. But with John Wall, 
It is interesting. Still, if he comes back and is able to stay healthy and maybe has great chemistry with Christian Wood, who's the type of uh, pick and roll screener that he's really flourished with within the past, maybe it could work out. Maybe it could work out and keep Harden happy because ultimately that's all that matters is keeping Harden happy. He basically runs the whole organization. Kev, does either of these do either of these teams make the playoffs? Uh, I think Washington can. Houston, they'll be like on that, you know, six to nine range, depending on how things work out here with Wall. But it could be a play-in team. Yeah, and and it's it's crazy to think this, right? I think that right now, I know back in the day the Warriors and the and the Rockets were competing for titles. Now I think they're just competing for postseason play yeah. now, and it's it's crazy to even consider that. It's it's uh, even two years later, Stuff's right? Just I so think fast that, in this league now, man. It's just it's so fast. And, it, and, I, I, and it's I, I like don't the think so. Warriors and then the Rockets, the one team that really went as hard as they could, went as far as they could against that team. They're the ones who really, really went for it against this juggernaut dynasty that everybody was saying, well, maybe you wait out Golden State. Houston was like, nah. And now both of these right. teams are in the bubble. You right. know? Okay, question before we get out of here. I'm going to start with uh, Chris Ryan and then go go to KOC. Does Harden stay is he is he on the Houston Rockets by the end of the no, season? No, I think that this is the first part of a of a plan. So I think he's I think he's gone. I think they may hold him for a little while, but I think that that the plan is to get to get off of him. I'd be willing to bet the same as Chris. Uh, but I will also just add though, who's the team that's going to give what it takes? That's what I'm going to. I don't I don't think Brooklyn can give as much as like Philly can. If Philly wants to, there's other teams that could step up to the plate and out outdo that Brooklyn offer. So, like, who's that team? Who's that team that's really going to so, step up? Ke- Kevin, just really quick though, if you just traded for John Wall, and maybe that's just like the only thing you could have done with Russ, for, like, let's just say that hypothetically, you wouldn't necessarily then want to go trade for Ben Simmons, or are you just in like asset grabbing mode and you just want to bring the best players available onto the onto the team? Yeah, I mean, I think it's asset mode and John Wall yeah. is, you know, the one guy that you might not want there in that situation at that point, making 40 plus million dollars on, on coming up a bad knee. But, you know, he still only has three years left, including his player option. So, I mean, you can live with it if that's what it have, has to come down to. But obviously, you'd want to move him to, you know, some team that might want to have a point guard making that much money. <laughs> sure. Oof. Man, this was this was this has been a crazy night already. So, uh, thank you uh, to Chris Ryan for coming on. Thanks, KOC. KOC, man, congratulations, yeah. bro! Mismatch you guys got the mismatch, got their own feed. Yeah, we're super super excited about it. Uh, you know, if people want to go follow that, just search for the mismatch on Spotify or iTunes or whatever you use to listen to your podcasts. Yeah, and Logan, we got mm. real ones coming twice a week from now on, right? Yeah. Oh, we got it! Yeah, I did the cats out of the bag. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. we have. We have. We, we, we have a lot of we, stuff we, happen on Ringer NBA show, so we're really excited. Make sure about you it. tap in to the real ones Ooh. starting next week, two two times a week. We're on Mondays and Thursdays Ooh. now. Love it. Uh, starting next week, so man, you know, what I mean, some some moves getting made Love on it. the Ringer. Make sure you listen to that wherever you get podcasts, but make sure you listen to it specifically on Spotify. You see how I did that, KOC? I, that. I learned from you. You see how I did that? All right, man. We will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Basketball is very good.